What's cracking? Big dogs. Welcome back to the channel. Welcome back to the headquarters. This is BDG. My name is Nicholas. And it's Cumin Assault Saturday. Every Saturday morning, I get assaulted with your questions. Some fantasy related. Some margarita related. Some why the fuck you look like a tomato related. I was just, uh, for those of y'all that came from the Discord, you know, I just posted in there. I was getting a little rooftop workout in. It's 90 and sunny out here in New York. The summer is hot. Don't mean you could slack on your workouts, all right? That was like the first workout I actually got in in probably like a week and a half. Um, but it felt fucking good. And that's why I'm soon to pass away. But uh, I'm never too dead to come and hang out with you guys on these Saturdays. For those of y'all that are joining afterwards... How do you get this welcome bike sign to look good? God, it looks so bad. Um, how do you join? Well, you sign up for Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash BDGE, which will get you into the Discord. Once you're in the Discord, you will get all of the announcements that are exclusive to the Patreons. Uh, so I hope you guys are having a wonderful weekend. And uh, let's jump into the comments, the questions, the concerns. Cali Dog is in fetal. Of course you're in fucking fetal. It's Saturday morning. I would expect you to be in no other position besides fetal. Sometimes when I see you write fetal, it hurts my heart. You know, I wish I could be there cuddling. I wish I could be the big fetal to your small fetal. We should rename the nicknames. It should no longer be Big and Small Spoon. It should be Big and Little Fetals. Someone make sure, yell at me in the comments if I don't drink at least like seven water bottles right now. Because I am dying. Whew. Chris, 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 Spencer, sir, what's good? Hello, hello, you hit me with the yo-yo. I need to buy a yo-yo and become, like, real cool. I'm like, do all them tricks and shit. I haven't seen a dude. I'm surprised. Like, I go to the parks all the time in New York, and there's always people doing weird shit. Like, you know, there's people playing chess, and there's people skateboarding and doing weird bike tricks and musicians. Never seen a motherfucker do a yo-yo since the internet crash of oh oh. Halfster, sweating his bike. Sweating his very fucking bike. Um, you know what's the beautiful part about living in New York? Uh, it's actually not a beautiful part. Well, the winter sucks. The winter sucks a lot of whole ass. Very cold here, and it gets dark at like 4 p.m., and your life basically, you need to exist. You have like a six-hour window to exist, basically. And during the summer, you're like, oh, my God, it's so nice. And then it gets to like, it goes from 4 p.m., dark, 41 degrees at the maximum, to 98 degrees in like one week. Um, and then you start just sweating profusely and you have to become one with the sweat. That's really what it comes down to. Once you can embrace the sweat here, once you become part of it, 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 you know, you become a different person. You start to love it. Like I, I languish in the sweat. Like this is who I am. I'm probably not going to shower until you see me on like Wednesday's video. My, my face is going to be red for the next three videos that you guys see. Cali Dog, what's good? He says, who is your wide receiver one in Startup Dynasty? The debate seems to be between AJB or Justin Jefferson. Do you have anyone else you throw in there? Uh, it's a good question. Right now, I'd probably take AJ Brown. AJ Brown is my guy. He is my wide receiver one in Dynasty. Might be a mistake because I think, to me, it's uh, this might seem kind of crazy. It's actually probably the dumbest fucking statement ever. I was, never mind. I'm not even going to say it. I don't want this statement on record. I just like AJB, man. He's just like he's just the type of build that I like to draft in in dynasty wide receivers. If I'm going to go with like a wide receiver one, I feel like at worst he's Julio Jones. You know what I mean? Like, and who knows if he turns into fucking Megatron? He could be Megatron with some yak some yak qualities around him. 
if he ends up being in a in an offense that's more pass heavy that takes more shots he's already the number one target here like we have not even come close to seeing the ceiling of AJ Brown and I don't think we've come close to seeing the ceiling of Justin Jefferson either obviously um but you know I just uh it's so hard to differentiate I mean here's the thing too like very rarely do wide receiver ones really move the needle for you in fantasy football. You know, so when you ask that question for running backs, you might say, who's it, you know, would you rather have Christian McCaffrey or whoever the running back two is? And it can make a difference because the RB1 in fantasy typically is like the league winner. When it comes to fantasy wide receivers, you know, every once in a while you'll have like Devontae Adams who's like, oh, if you had him, he was a huge step above the other ones. Like, I don't I don't think you're going to be able to look back in three or four years and be like, oh, I'd rather have had AJB or Justin Jefferson. I think both of them will be fine for your – it's one of those things where you just take one of the guys and and your and your team is set with the wide receiver one. I don't think you, you think too hard about it. Uh, let's bring up some of the trades I've made recently as that is the title of the video apparently. Apparently, apparently I made it the title of the video, therefore I must speak it. Uh, one of the trades I just made in a Superflex Dynasty League yesterday um, is moving my next year's first round pick. Every every offseason I go into it, and I'm like, I'm not going to move my first. I want my first. I really, really want my first. And then I move it. Uh, so in this league, I was in the playoffs, and my roster consisted of very strong skill players. Let me actually bring it up. I probably should have had this ready beforehand. Very strong skill players. I think my wide receivers are like... Um, Calvin Ridley, Julio, DJ Moore, Debo Samuel. Uh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Come on, bro. Load, load for a motherfucker. Um, also, make sure you hit the thumbs up button if you enjoy. Wow, this shit really just straight up doesn't load ever, huh? I need to figure out what's good with my internet again. Anyways, the team is very good at wide receiver, very good at running back, tight end premium, and I have Darren Waller there. Um, so the only thing really missing was quarterbacks. I have, it was like Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, Jimmy G. So Jimmy G's going to be a problem sooner rather than later. So I needed a third quarterback because I don't know what's going to happen, Kirk and Derek Carr, by next year. So I was offered this straight-up pick, and I think my team is good enough to compete for a championship right now. Um, so I think that pick's going to be somewhere from the one ten to. 1. I think this is a no brainer. I think in a super flex league, if you're if you're a late first round pick, that's an, this is an easy smash. I don't see myself finishing. I don't see this pick being better than the one hundred nine. So one hundred nine for Baker, you do that in a second. I mean, he's super fucking young. He's already put up good fantasy numbers. He might not have a ceiling, but like he's as safe as they come for a quarterback two in super flex. Um, let's go to the second trade. And this one's more interesting. I put this up on Twitter. This is a trade I did with Scott. I gave Scott one of my first round picks. Probably a huge mistake. First rule when you join a Big Dogs Dynasty League. If you want to get in a Dynasty League, you've never been in one, you're interested in joining one, again, same thing, sign up on Patreon. It gets you into the Discord, and from there, you can join our, our uh, Big Dogs Dynasty Leagues. So, I gave LaVisca and my first-round pick. Uh, I was the champion last year. So, again, I'm expecting that to be a late first-round pick. Um, probably, you know, somewhere in the 109 to 112 range. Most likely the 112. And I got Jerry Judy. I got a second and a fourth. Uh, fourth is going to be unusable because my roster is not going to have enough spots to throw. I already have like three seconds, three thirds. So that fourth I won't end up using. Uh, first rule of Big Dogs Dynasty Leagues, don't trade with Scott. Second rule of Big Dogs Dynasty Leagues, do trade with Brett. So basically, uh, this bet was pretty much on the talent of Jerry Judy. Like I am, uh, I am, I am 
I wanted shares of Judy. I don't have any shares of Judy in Dynasty. And the more I'm like, the more I'm doing research and the more I'm just reading about Judy's first year, I didn't draft him anywhere in rookie drafts or startup drafts last year. So I don't have any of them, but like every part of his game, just from the volume and what he did in the offense, um, you look at Matt Harmon's reception perception. He was, you know, he's like on pace to be uh, as good of a route runner as like Stefan Diggs. Right. And I like to take bets on those guys, the Calvin Ridley's, the Stefan Diggs, like they eventually t- tend to break out. They eventually tend to, um, hit that peak ceiling one way or another. So I uh, I wanted to bet on Judy, and I just don't have a lot of faith in LaVisca Chenault and his role in that Jacksonville offense. Um, I do think it's an up-and-coming offense, of course, but it's just there's just so many players there that I almost feel like LaVisca is going to be unusable in fantasy for this year. What happens next year? I mean, Visca could be going off the board earlier than Judy. Who knows? Like, they might have absolutely nothing going on at quarterback in Denver by this time next year. Um, Trevor Lawrence could have cemented himself as, like, a top-six quarterback, and Marvin Jones could be out of there. Like, there's a lot that can go wrong with this trade. I think it was a very fair trade straight up. You know, the delta between Jerry Judy and LaVisca in terms of just straight-up dynasty value is definitely offset by the fact that he moves up to a first-round pick instead of a second-round pick, and now he has, like, six first-round picks again. Case in point, don't trade with uh, don't trade with Scott. So in the last in the last week or so, I've uh, I've just made trades to get guys that I really believe in. Right, like we talk a lot about it. You know, I was talking about Cam Akers, and I made a move to to trade for Cam Akers. I'm talking about Jerry Judy. Made a move to trade for uh, for Jerry Judy. So worked out. I think it was a fair trade. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What are some receivers or running backs? Let me throw this up on the board. What are some receivers or running backs you're interested in buying as a contender was recently considering trying to pick up Michael Thomas. Yeah. Michael Thomas makes a lot of sense. Um, Keenan Allen makes a lot of sense. All those guys that are dropping to like the fifth round. I think if you look at the, we have the updated ADP in the draft guide on bdge.store. Let me pull it up for y'all real quick. We have updated dynasty startup, not just the rookie ADP anymore. So that that's available for all you guys that are patrons as well as dynasty rookie draft guide buyers. So if we're looking at where there's value pockets, especially at the wide receiver position. Like, of course, you're going to have to pay up for the dudes like um, A.J. Brown and Just Jefferson and those dudes. You know, you're, you're paying a second round price tag for them. Once you start getting to like the fifth or sixth round, that's where you could start trading for these players and you don't have to give up like a fucking arm and a leg. I think Michael Thomas obviously makes a lot of sense. He's at around ADP 47. I even think Amari Cooper is not a bad trade because a lot of people feel like it's CeeDee Lamb going up and that automatically means Amari Cooper has to be going down. I still think Cooper's the alpha there, man. Like they're two different players. Um, Cooper could be, you know, I don't want to make a dumb comparison like Aaron Rodgers is Jordy Nelson while CeeDee Lamb is his Randall Cobb and both can be fucking absolutely insane. CeeDee Lamb's a slot guy. That's what he, he ran 95% of his routes from the slot. So I don't think it's one or the other there, especially when Dak's probably projected to pass for 5,500 yards this year. I think Amari Cooper's a guy whose value keeps dipping and he's like almost going to the sixth round. Um, and yeah, I, I, I like, uh, I like Amari Cooper as a wide receiver, a veteran wide receiver to buy that could win now. Who else do we got? Don't love Kenny Galladay. Uh, I really like Cooper Cup, too. I think Cooper Cup and Stafford are going to be, like, really, really, really good together. Um, and what's interesting, you know what's interesting about that is Cooper Cup has a higher ADP in Dynasty than he does in Redraft. Because Robert Woods is going ahead of Cooper Cup in Redraft. While I would probably take Cup ahead of Woods in Redraft. I don't know if I would take Cup ahead of Woods in Dynasty, though. So I might have it flipped when it comes to rankings. Because Cup is more of a situational player. Like, if he ends up somewhere else... Um, he's not going to be that good because he's strictly like a zone slot guy. Robert Woods can excel in any offense as a flanker. But for a redraft, since we know the situation, we know Cup's going to be a slot guy. We know that Matt Stafford's there. I like Cooper Cup 
ahead of Robert Woods, and I think that makes him a, a, a wide receiver dynasty, like veteran buy. Who else? Not Lockett, not Thielen, not Odell. Yeah, those are probably some of my guys I like as 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 buys right now. For running backs in that same zone, let me see what running backs are going late. This this is like such a dead zone for running backs. Kareem Hunt going all the way down at 71 is very intriguing to me because his contract is up at the end of this year. I wouldn't be surprised to see him land in a spot where he can get a starting role as early as next year. Uh, don't love Fournette. I like Damian Harris all the way down to pick 118. A little crazy to me. Uh, yeah, I mean, here's the thing about running backs is like it's so top heavy. Like, you know, which players are going to be good and which ones aren't going to have a role and aren't going to be good. So once you get to like the later rounds, you know, the ninth, tenth round, it's like any running back you grab is going to be a piece of shit. Like, for instance, Elijah Moore is getting picked at 116. James Conner is pick 122, which is fucking absurd. Uh, absurd. Like, I would take Elijah Moore there 451 out of 11 times. So running backs, I mean, listen, if you're going to, if, if you're in like win now mode and you want a running back, like you just have to pay up. That's, that's the, that's the problem with it. You might be able to get Josh Jacobs at a hell of discount. I still think he's, he's got a lot of touches left in him right now. Same thing with like Chris Carson. He might be on like a one year sprint pitch count where it's just like, here's 285 touches, do what you can with it. And then you're dead. And then you're dead. You said in a recent YouTube video that you do not like Demont. Where would you take him in a startup, even if you don't do not like him? Ah, uh, he's like a guy that I, I I just don't really. I'm just I don't want to say he's off my board, but he might be off my board, man. It's it's just uh, I just don't like. I just I I see him as a declining asset in 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 Dynasty. It's like this is going to be what his third year. It's going to be his third year. Tariq Cohen's back. They signed Damian Williams. So he's going to have a worse year this year than he did last year. And that will uh, shoot his value down a little bit. And before you know it, he's in the fourth year of his rookie deal. And then what happens after that? He, he, he I don't know, dude. He's just a guy that, like, if he falls to me in the seventh round or something, I'm okay pulling the trigger on him. But just like redraft, man, I really like to get my dynasty running backs early. And then if, if ones fall to me at value later, then I'll grab it. But otherwise, those middle rounds are for quarterbacks and wide receivers, in my opinion. If you're a top contender but just missing a quarterback two and someone offers you Matt Ryan for your 2022 first, you've taken that. Uh, okay, so that's bas that's literally, Sexy Pat's what I did last year in Go Fade Me, if you think about it. Snacks gave me his late first, and I gave him – or Snacks, I gave Snacks my late first, and he gave me Matt Ryan. Along There's a couple other pieces in the trade. I don't actually remember what they were. Um, and I did that, and it obviously helped me win a championship. That being said, this is Matt Ryan a year older, uh, likely without Julio Jones. See, the, the tough part about the middling quarterbacks in Dynasty, any quarterback basically from like QB 12 to 22, it's like you no one's going to give them up for a second, but most people don't want to give up their first for it. Uh, if you need a quarterback too, you know, here, here's what I would look at. Like who actually realistically is your quarterback too? Right. If it's if it's really like, you know, um, like Jimmy G or Cam Newton or something, and you have there's a chance that you might be without a quarterback, too, for like eight weeks of the season, I'd probably pull the trigger. However, if your quarterback, too, is, let's say, I don't know, like Derek Carr, right? Like Matt Ryan averaged. Let's 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 look at the points per game thing here. 
Matt Ryan averaged uh, 17.7 points per game last year in fantasy. Derek Carr averaged 17. Uh, let's see. Like Drew Brees averaged 17.7. Even Jared Goff was up at like 16. Teddy Bridgewater's at 16. So if you have like an actual usable quarterback too, I'm probably not going to pull the trigger because Matt Ryan is just like not really worth a first round pick anymore. I, I think it's you're, I can be pretty confident in saying that Matt Ryan averaged what? 17.7 points per game. That's with 626 pass attempts last year. Okay, 626 led the league, led the entire NFL, and now he doesn't have Julio. So I'm talking about losing your top weapon uh, or arguably your top weapon, as well as diminishing the overall number of pass attempts for the year. So his value, he just seems like someone that if I'm going to if I'm going to give up a first for a quarterback, I would I would at least send out feelers for other players. To be honest with you, like I'd rather I'd rather trade for Tom Brady and uh, I'd give a first for like Tom Brady. I'd see if you can get. I'd, I'd rather have like Tannehill for a first, um, but guys in that vein, you know, like in that range that are either at the same place, uh, maybe they, they're projected to have a lesser lifespan like Tom Brady, but their peak for right now until the end of their career is going to be higher point per game than, uh, than Matt Ryan or guys that are simply just looked at as lesser value, but realistically only scoring like half a fantasy point lower per game than Matt Ryan. He's like Matt Ryan's a very much a declining asset here. Hello, Senate. Hello, 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 Bailey. What's up, everybody? Nick, are we buying any receiver in Detroit? Uh, actually, I was doing a write-up on Amon Ross St. Brown today, so I don't want to spill all the beans on the on the in-depth uh, big facts only. I'll, I'll be spitting on, I want to say, Wednesday's video. So we got the underdog mock on Monday. We have uh, our slop, or Safi Seconds video on Tuesday, which is... Antonio Gibson and T Higgins. And then Wednesday is going to be our late round wide receivers that we like. And yes, there will be a Detroit wide receiver. His name is Amon Ross St. Brown. He is a rookie and he's going to excel in Detroit despite the fourth round capital. He was not a guy I loved, but I think he could be a Tyler Boyd and he fits into an offense that one is going to have a shitload of pass attempts Two, if you look at what they added, like they only have the tight end and the running back, right? TJ Hawkins and DeAndre Swift are probably going to take up like 40% of the targets in that offense. Um, and the two guys that they added this offseason, Brashad Perriman, Tyrell Williams, both outside guys, both deep, deep guys, outside guys. I'm on Ross St. Brown slot. He's not that good on the outside. They tried to do it at USC this year. That's why he had a down year. Put him back in the slot as like an explosive version of Tyler Boyd. Boom, you're golden. He'll, he'll, he has a really good chance, I think, of finishing as like a top five rookie ty- uh, wide receiver in terms of overall targets. He really just needs like a 13 to 15% target share to get up to like 80 to 90 targets. And then from there, his value fucking skyrockets, obviously. Now that Jeff Thomas is <laughs> dead, Jeff Thomas. Oh, Yannick, you crack me up, bro. Jeff Wilson is dead. Is it Sermon the man? Uh, I think we're all, uh, a little a little bit away from that. Sir, listen, with all of these rookie running backs, we do the same thing each year. We hype them up because we like the talent, but they never win the starting role until like eight weeks into the season. So do I expect Trey Sermon to be the guy at one point this year? Yes. Am I projecting him to be the starter from week one? No. Temper expectations with Sermon. Your abs making me nervous. Let's go. It's hot. It's hot in the summer. Whole Discord is here. It's Torva here. They, the whole Discord better be fucking here. It's only for you guys. You guys are the ones that get in here to ask me questions. It's honestly just the go fade me group chat. What's good, Torva? Torva, are we here? How early would you take one of the big three tight ends? 
Jack, uh, can you specify what exactly you mean by that? Um, obviously, I know who you're talking about, Kelsey Waller, Kittle. But are we talking about redraft? Are we talking about dynasty? Are we talking about tight end premium? Are we talk? What are, are we talking teams? What are we talking about, sir? Jared, try to get Brady. I traded two seconds for him in the league. Yeah, that that's like that's an absurd trade to me. That is a, a an absurd trade to me. That uh, that anybody would accept that in a superflex league. I actually think I remember you telling me this maybe last week, and I had the same fucking reaction. If you could fire off, like you're, you know, it's funny. It's like um, I'm trying to think of a meme that would be. I I feel like the Winnie the Pooh one, like the the poor Winnie the Pooh, and then like in the tuxedo Winnie the Pooh. It's almost like trading a late first round for a quarterback is like the poor Winnie the Pooh, and then trading any amount of second round picks for a quarterback in Superflex League is like the rich Winnie the Pooh. Like I would realistically five second round picks is more valuable than one first round pick but i would trade like four second round picks for tom brady right now in a super flex league you'll be hot tub streaming soon um i don't think i've ever seen a hot tub in new york city that'd be cool as shit you'd probably have to buy you'd actually probably have to purchase like a 20 million dollar penthouse to have a hot tub in it which we're not far off we're not far off listen Listen, just a few more. We get a few more Patreons, a few more, few more Patrons. Sign up patreon.com forward slash BDG. We might be hot tub live streaming soon. We might just done do it. How you guys feeling about the shirt? I just got it. It's my newest uh, button down. I feel like it's perfect for spring, summer, brunch, motherfucking season, season, season. Uh, redraft. Okay, so you're talking about the big three tight ends. Redraft. Kelsey, Waller, Kittle. How early would I take them? It's not a value thing. It's not a, like I dislike any of those guys. It's more so team building construction. I uh, I just don't draft the tight ends early. It's just not my go-to. I did own a lot of Kelsey last year. I will say, I think I had five redraft leagues, and I want to say I owned them in three of them. Um, E-Town get down. I was the last pick of the first round, so I got him in the turn of the 3-4 pick. It's a 10-man league, so I got him at like the 3-10-4. I think I took him at, I think it was like Thielen 3-10, Kelsey 4-1. Um, so I took him very late, got him late. The other teams were the other drafts, I believe were 12 man. And I got him in both of the turns. I was a one, one. So I took C Mac in both of those leagues, I want to say. And then I got Kelsey at the two, 12, three, one in both of those leagues. So that is like where I, you know, if they don't fall to me at value, I'm not taking. like, there's no fucking way in hell. I'm taking Travis Kelsey as the first pick as my first round pick this year in redraft leagues. I just, I just, I'm not going to do it. I know he's good. I know he'll be like the wide receiver one, but I don't want to take a fucking wide receiver regardless in, in the first round of seasonal drafts. All right. So it's running backs. It's running backs. It's running backs. That's it. Um, so yeah, I mean, if Kelsey falls to me at like the end of the second round, maybe. Right. And we're debating between like Kelsey and fucking, Who's a wide receiver? I don't know. Like Kelsey and 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 like DeAndre Swift and Miles Sanders and guys like that. I'd probably take Kelsey. But one, you need. I, I need to start getting into a questionable zone before I pull the trigger on them. So that being said, like Waller and Kittle, definitely not in the second round. Maybe third round if it starts to get questionable. And like Keenan Allen and and uh, Michael Thomas are both uh, off the board in the third round as the best wide receiver values in drafts this year. Then then we start looking at the other tight ends. Maybe, but I really don't want to do that. Do strawberries and jalapenos belong in a margarita? Um, 
listen, I, I respect everybody's like flavor opinion when it comes to margarita. My rule of thumb is if I've never been to the place before, I will always try a house margarita first. Regular margarita, tell your bartender what I just fucking put in as an order and spit it out as best you can, okay? I want unflawed, unblemished, just the best you got. I'm throwing a heater at you, a fastball, 102 miles an hour. You're either a hitter or you're not, okay? That's what I want. After that, it's no holds bar. You want to try a strawberry margarita, a peach margarita, do whatever you want. I'm not going to judge people for how they drink their margaritas. I only judge people for how they make their margaritas. Remember that. Uh, jalapeno, I'm not a spicy guy. I can't do spice. My pores start opening up and I start crying and, um, and, and it becomes a big issue. Like you can't take me in public when we eat spicy things. Therefore, jalapenos, again, can belong in some people's margaritas. Just don't put them in mine. Rank Dobbins, Gibson, and Swift for redraft purposes. Uh, really, really tough right now, especially given the toe reports with Antonio Gibson. So for right now, uh, I still probably take Gibson depending. I know we have two, two months or so before the regular season kicks off. So for right now, let's say Gibson's healthy. I'm going to go with Gibson. I'm going to go with Dobbins and then Swift, but Dobbins and Swift are kind of interchangeable to me. I thought we've seen that shirt before. I think you just have wet dreams about me in all different types of shirts, Chris. Because I bought this shirt like three days ago. How worried are you about the Gibson turf toe injury lingering? I mean, you know me. I'm very, I'm very pessimistic when it comes to injuries. So I am very, very much concerned. Uh, Tuesday's Safi Seconds video is about Antonio Gibson. And, uh, and that is going to be a large part of the breakdown. Um, you know, I scavenged the Twitter sphere for all the doctors that I follow to see their opinions on it and what they think. There's a wide range of outcomes. Um, there's an outcome in which, you know, he's 95% by the beginning of the season. He doesn't miss any time. There's an outcome that it lingers into the regular season. He re-injures it, and then he has to have surgery and misses three to four months. So it, it it's just something that you need to factor into where you draft him. Where people were drafting him at like a 202, you're drafting him at basically a ceiling. Um now you need to sprinkle in a little a little negativity to it, okay? So I think he becomes more of like a, a, a back-end second-round pick, uh, an early third-round pick, because you have to weigh the risks and the rewards of every pick that you make in season long. And when you do that, you come out with a nice team. But it has to be objective. You can't, you can't go into the draft and be like, you know, we're on a spectrum. We're going to look at the outcomes the best case scenario, the worst case scenario, and then look at the best case scenario for like these three players and the worst case for these three. That's how you have a fucked up team. You have to look at a spectrum for everybody and treat it equally. Going out in White Plains tonight. What should I drink? Like White Plains, New York? Why the fuck would you do that? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm like, why, the, why would I tell you anything besides a mark? Crazy son of a bitch. Fate fell short this time. Your smile fades in the summer. Place your hands in mine.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Any other questions? Any other questions? Questions? Before we uh, hit the 30-minute mark, you know what sucks? I really want to go to brunch right now and fucking pound down 45 margaritas because I deserve it. But I have to get on a call with the web developer at 3 p.m. Who schedules a fucking call at 3 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon in the summer? Whatever. Um, Hafster, A, Michael Thomas and the 23rd. First, B, Kelsey. Already got Kittle. Uh, yeah, no, I don't, I, I, I would take the Michael Thomas side. Rob from Westchester County. So White Plains is easier to get to than New York city. Ah, makes sense. My, uh, my old roommate in Brooklyn was from, was from Westchester. He's from, uh, Bronxville, Bronxville, where all that do is play football and snort cocaine. Did you fade Dr. Whatever the fuck his name is? You're talking about Dr. Jesse Morris, the goat? Um, I just, I just, as you can see, I've, I've kind of pivoted away from doing any content that involves me doing over the internet content. I just, it's just not what I enjoy doing. It's why I don't really do content with Mike or Noah or Dr. Morse or any, like I just, it has nothing to do with them personally. I just fucking hate doing that content. So if I'm not doing it with you or if I'm not doing it by my, like I like doing this content when it's just me. I like doing why yelling when Steve is here, fade the public when animal and snacks are here. Other than that, you know, it's just, it, it came to one of those points where you start getting burnt out when you make so much content. Like I'm putting out seven or eight pieces of content a week. You start to get burned out and you have to ask yourself, why am I getting burnt out? It's because you're either doing too much or you're doing enough stuff that you don't like. And I sat down and I was like, what don't I like doing? And it was that. So I cut that out. It has nothing to do with Dr. Moore. So I, I probably will have Dr. Moore on at least once this summer just to recap injuries. I know I'm technically only a doctor, you know, um, but but he's been doing it longer than me. We're both doctors. Might have a little bit, bit of the experience on me, though. Where would you rank Adams amongst the wide receivers if Rodgers is gone? <sighs> 
he he's just a guy I'm probably not really taking. He'll probably drop down to uh I don't know, like wide receiver in the eight to twelve range for probably both like redraft and dynasty. Well, in dynasty he would drop down probably significantly. Um because Rogers is gonna be gone forever if he's gone. But yeah, I'm I, I probably won't own much Adams unless he falls into like the fourth round of redraft leagues. Random scenario. You need someone in the Go Fade Me League to win a championship for you in a redraft league or you die. Wait, what? Holy fuck. I'm not I'm not nearly drunk enough to read this correctly. You need someone in the Go Fade Me League to win a championship for you in a redraft league or you die. Rank the top three you'd pick to save your life. Um Okay, I understand. So basically I'm picking someone from the Go Fade Me League. I'm picking them to win a redraft league. They need to win the redraft league or I'm dead. Okay, so I would go with snacks. Snacks and snacks. Why are the auction drafts not the main way to draft? Because humans are scared of different. That's why I sent it. FYI, the green sign seems blurry today. Uh, yeah, you know why? I've realized, I know exactly what it is. One, I think I put my chandelier on a little bit too bright. Anytime there's other like brightness in the room, the camera starts to pick up that brightness instead of that one. Uh, the reason also is because my shirt is bright. It's white. So if I wear like a white shirt or a gray shirt, it picks up the light from it and it starts to distort the welcome bike sign. If I wear a black shirt, if I put on a black shirt, I'll put it on right now. Hold on. So you have a black shirt on now. The sign is not distorted. It's really fucking annoying. I personally like the content you do on your own anyway. Thank you. I appreciate that, sir. Thoughts on Judy this year? Cali dog. You already talked about Judy. Fucking let's go. Let's go. Tell him, Jonstein. Scott was in. Scott, if you hadn't been fetal, if you were not fetal this morning, you would have seen it. Um... He's taking Max for a walk. What is he, a dog? Did you put him on a leash? My sister told me that my mom put me on a leash when I was younger. And, like, I don't think that actually happened. But she thinks I erased it from my memory. I just, I think she's just lying. I probably deserve to be on a leash, though. Um, I'm telling you, the sign works great when I have a black shirt on. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, so Judy, Judy this year, Scott, I'm going to be honest with you. I have no fucking idea what to expect from Judy this year. I just would like to bet on the talent. And I have a, a lot of smart people telling me that he's the best by low in dynasty fantasy football, which probably means they're not smart. But I just, I just, uh, I, I think his range of outcomes, just based on what we saw in the first year and, and very much based on like the route running and his, and his success against man and press coverage, he's on the path to be in that Calvin Ridley, Stephon Diggs prototype and like those guys you know if you're that good against defensive coverage you usually end up having some sort of breakout point where you go nuclear and i'm like oh, okay i'll bet on that and i have no idea if it's going to be this year or if it's going to be with a new quarterback next year imagine aaron Rodgers ends up in denver you know imagine animals right like then i just got a really 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 big win in that trade concerns for Tannehill uh with losing Corey davis and Jonah. yes i have i have i have multiple concerns for ryan Tannehill. uh one losing the two weapons like that is not to be understated Two, 
new offensive coordinator Arthur Smith no longer there, do they run as much play action, which is what makes their passing game so efficient, which makes him so efficient as a runner as well? Yes, I have concerns for Tannehill. So who will be ranked a little bit lower in my redraft rankings this year than um, than than I would have expected earlier on in the offseason? Oh, dynasty wise, uh, I guess you have to because, like I, you know, I always say um, the most important year for dynasty value is the upcoming year. Correct. So. If I'm projecting a down year in redraft, and I think you have to boost him a little bit down in in dynasty, I think he falls into that range with like most quarterback twos in dynasty, where you know he's not someone I'm like, oh, I need to jump up to get him as my quarterback two. I'd be fine with him. I'd be fine with like Baker Mayfield. I'd be I'd be fine with guys in that tier. Um, so I'm not necessarily worried about him. I just think you know a lot of times you just know what a guy's role is, right? In the same way, I'm like I'm not going to go crazy trying to debate Justin Jefferson versus AJ Brown. I'm not going to go crazy thinking that I know the right player between Ryan Tannehill, Baker Mayfield, when they're all going to average between fucking half a point and, and a point difference on each other when when the end of the season comes to it. You know what I mean? And I will I will keep relaying this, man. When I was down in Miami for the underdog thing, uh, Justin Herzik, the dude who won the best ball mania, again, like I asked him, I was super interested. He won the, the million-dollar pot from underdog. Um, you know, how much time do you spend on player analysis, like actually choosing the right players? And he was like, it's the it's the thing I spend my least amount of time on. He's like roster construction, team building strategy, shit like that is what you need to be spending your time on. Because to think that, you know, who's going to be better between quarterback 13 and 14 this year is fucking fools. Gold. Shove it up. Yes. Thoughts on Tony's roster and his burner. Oh, I, I heard there I heard there's a little heat going on in that in that uh, in that league, Scott. heard there's a little heat i heard you're no longer the best trader in big dogs dynasty leagues i even might have heard that you're a fraud i even might have heard that the burner is actually yours and it's not tony's uh i don't know i don't remember what tony's roster was i know he has five running backs and then who do you get a quarterback i think though the wentz trade up well one the wentz trade up in itself was a disaster like the fact that that kid let him jump up 10 or 11 spots in the sixth round of a startup for a third and fourth was fucking miserable. Uh, two, I just think it was a bad, kind of a bad pick. I wouldn't have taken Wentz that early. But I like that he got Brady afterwards. Like Brady, I'm telling you, Brady low-key, you, you probably watched the vlog this morning, but Brady low-key, best dynasty value quarterback there is. He's going to last as long as half the guys that are getting picked two rounds earlier than him. He's here for another two to three years to be a quarterback one, and you're getting him at fucking quarterback two and a half price tag. It's absurd. Bailey, this is going to be the last question I answer for you guys because we have usurped the 30-minute mark, but don't worry. We will be bike next Saturday. Uh, we'll be bike for why yelling tomorrow morning, 5 a.m. Set your fucking alarm clocks. So we'll be back Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Next Q and Assault. Um, if you want to be involved in the actual Q and Assault, make sure that you are a Patreon member. Patreon.com forward slash B-D-G-E. That'll get you access to Cune Assault. That'll get you access to join Big Dogs Dynasty Leagues with other Big Dogs Dynasty members. Remember, don't trade with Scott. Do trade with Brett. All that good shit. Patreon.com slash BDG. Concerns for Deontay being wide receiver six on the team behind Juju, James Washington, Najee, Ebron, and Claypool. Very legitimate concern. Very legitimate concern. If, if James Washington, Ebron, or Juju had fingertips on their hands. That's it. I love y'all. Make sure you hit the thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel if you're new. And I will see y'all tomorrow. Everybody have a fantastic day. Skirt. I'm going to cancel my 3 o'clock call and go suck down margaritas. Fuck it.
In Colorado, you can legally gamble in Blackhawk, Central City, Cripple Creek, and licensed online sports betting. Protect our communities. Learn more at playlegitco.com. A message from the Colorado Division of Gaming. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.